0: Hey, y'all. Welcome back to the Don't Mom Alone podcast. I am your host, Heather McFadden, and this is the place where I'm going to walk alongside you and connect you with people and resources so that you know that you don't mom alone. In this episode number 284, I have the privilege of introducing you to one of my real life friends, Aubrey Norman. What was that image in the mi- your mind that you needed to become? The Proverbs 31 woman. <laughs> And what did it require of you to become that? Like, what would you have to do? Perfection.
1: I mean, I truly believe that it was all about perfection. So like dinner on the table, house perfect. Yes. The power of prayer, you know, um, allowing- You needed to pray more. I needed to pray more. I needed to pray big, powerful prayers over him, me, the world, our kids. (laughs) You know, I needed- The whole helper needed to submit to him. I needed to help him in his life, but I also needed to do it with a gentle, quiet spirit. And I needed, you know, to not grumble, but to, you know, have the joy of the Lord. I mean, it was just all of these things that created this image of, of just ultimate perfection, I guess, for a wife, a woman and a mom. And I obviously was doing something wrong.
0: First, I need to clarify that Aubrey and I did record this in my home, but it was before all of the shelter in place started. My hope is that you find connection and understanding and hope through Aubrey's testimony. She's going to share vulnerably how she walked through thinking that by doing everything perfectly, God would bless her with a perfect life, marriage, kids, and her coming to terms and recognizing that that was not true. She shares about her recovery journey. She and I were in small group together. So thankful that she was willing to come on the show and share with you and moms. This is a mom podcast and it's a big day coming up on Sunday. I don't know when you're listening to this, but if you're listening to it, the week it releases, there's a big day, Mother's Day. And during quarantine and all this sheltering in place, moms have been doing a lot of work and we need to be celebrated. And so one way the Don't Mom Alone team is doing that is by doing this big giveaway. I want to tell you about it. So stick around at the end of the show so you get all the details on how to enter to win. All right, let's get to my chat with Aubrey. Here we go. Hey, Aubrey, welcome to the Don't Mom Alone podcast. Hi, Heather. Thanks for having me. I mean, y'all, when I have real friends on, it is such a joy for me to get to share their stories, to get to go a little bit deeper than I might with a guest that I only know virtually, and mainly for y'all else, I'm always saying to feel less alone. Mm,
1: yes.
0: because more than the person from the stage who's written the book, the the big name you might recognize, I think we relate to each other. That person is still a person, but we don't see that side of them often. They can't reveal that side of themselves. So we appreciate you, Aubrey, being brave. Yes. I'm so honored that you asked. Well, of course. (laughs) So Aubrey and I were in small group together Mm -hmm. for years and we walked through a lot of life together. And so introduce real quick your family
1: okay to everybody and okay. we'll get into your story yes um so i'm married to thomas for nine years and we have a son tomlin who turned seven yesterday happy birthday! yes happy birthday tomlin and then kelly is three and that's three the four okay. of
0: us. and when we started in group you just had tomlin yes
1: he was two i think
0: wow yeah okay so we're going to focus in on one of the harder parts of your story. I know there's a couple mm-hmm. different things, <laughs> mm-hmm. but if you, if one stood out in your mind, what would that be
1: for you? I would say the year after I had Kelly, or even it started when I found out Kelly was a girl really? <laughs> in the womb is when I just felt this weight of almost darkness starting that would begin to play out to her birth, the first year of her life and even here we are three years later and still um, just the challenge it's been in more ways than I can imagine just having a little girl. Yeah. So, so your life
0: when it was you and Thomas and Tomlin, mm-hmm. what was your marriage like? Mm-hmm. What was your yeah. life like? because we were just getting to know each other yeah. we didn't know each other prior a small group and i remember you guys coming into group and mm-hmm. just
1: silence yeah just yeah not really even communicating right. with the group yes we are quiet people for sure <laughs> which is an, one of the main reasons why kelly has just rocked all of our worlds is she's such an extrovert like you can see it in her three-year-old self that yeah. like she wants to be with people <laughs> and she is stretching all of us in that way uh but at that time the Lord truly guided us to Northwest. I got a job at Northwest when Tomlin was two. We had been married for- and Northwest is our church. Yes, Northwest Bible Church. Yeah. Um, we had been married for, I guess, almost four years, maybe around that time. So we got pregnant with Tomlin 10 months into our marriage. And so we had very little time, I would say, to adjust to life as married people we you know did not live together so that whole two sinners coming together under one roof one bank account all of those things (laughs) was was it was was the huge adjustment um and we both also come from broken families Mm. and so you really start to see how that has affected both of us Mm. and i think we saw that personally coming into the union of marriage of like both coming from divorced parents, if that makes sense. And so, when God brought us to Northwest Bible Church um, for my job and we started attending church there, I immediately saw, okay, the Lord is going to start working in us in a way that we desperately need. Um, The Lord brought amazing people in my life, safe people that I could confide in. I was hiding a lot of what was going on. Mm -hmm. Um, And then with that came counseling, recovery for life at Northwest. And so the last five years has just been what I would say the start of our recovery as individuals and as a married couple and coming out of hiding, starting the healing process. And yeah, here we are, and it's gonna be forever.
0: (laughs) So let's go back to the parts where, before you found that freedom and the healing started. Mm What was life like? Like what was the day in day out interaction between the two of you? I mean, two mm-hmm. sinners, like you mm-hmm. said, coming together. A lot of us can relate to that and just the hurts and the hang ups from the past entering into a marriage. And how how did you all interact with one another in that? Right.
1: Um, well, <laughs> you know, it was hard because we both have a lot of hurts from you know family of origin past relationships a lot of lies we were both believing that we were unaware of yeah and that was driving a lot of our interactions with one another a lot of defense right mm-hmm. so we automatically th- kind of go back to the hurtful times from those who said they loved us right mm-hmm. and so so um, your response was what and what was his response? okay yeah so I feel like I was more open to being more accepting to what's really going on inside of you, where to him it was just a whole foreign thing of someone who loves me unconditionally, wants to hear what's going on inside of me. And so for him, he shuts down, right? And Mm so I'm feeling rejected, but I also am like, well, what's really going on? Talk to me. I'm here. I love you. i'm I'm open to hear the good, the bad, you know. But for him, there's no one safe. People say things, but they don't mean that. I don't want you to hurt me. And so it just is so he conflict. puts on a protective
0: edge, which right. to the receiver is like rejection, right? because that's the message I hear. Yes, because the shutdown
1: has mm-hmm. happened. And so I had to learn over time, to give him his time, his space, mm. to give him his time to figure out. And I think that's where I've seen the Lord work the most in him is him realizing I need to remove myself from the situation. I need to not lash out. I need to deal with what's the root of my feelings mm. and then come back when I'm in a healthy state to have that hard conversation or that honest conversation about what's really going on Yeah, where me, I'm like, hey, I'm here. Come on, come talk to me. And And so I had to learn to give that space. You had to, yeah. I don't know about y'all,
0: but cooking three meals a day, trying to figure out what to cook can be a little exhausting. And so I wanted to introduce you to maybe a way to make your life easier. It's made mine a little bit easier. It's Sun Basket. And bonus, they deliver the meals straight to your door. So I got my big box today and it had two bags with all the ingredients for two different meals and package of beef that I chose that's wrapped in bacon. Actually, I should say my 14-year-old chose that. What's fantastic is there's all this organic produce, clean ingredients, and you can cook it all in as little as 15 minutes. You can choose whatever dietary preferences you may have, and every week it's a different group of recipes that you can choose from. And you can skip a week if you want or double up on another week. It's simple and easy with no gotchas. Right now, Sunbasket is offering $35 off your order when you go straight to sunbasket.com/dma and enter the promo code DMA at checkout. That's sunbasket.com slash DMA and enter the promo code DMA at checkout for $35 off your order. sunbasket.com slash DMA with the promo code DMA. Go check it out. So again, let's go to that place of what you're hearing, what you're believing I mean, I don't even know if this Mm -hmm. is the pain point you wanted to talk about, but I I think it kind of plays into, y'all were trying to find a connectedness in your marriage. Mm -hmm. And you were trying from the outside, it seemed, Mm -hmm. to appease him Mm -hmm. and to make things right. Mm -hmm. And every little stress Mm -hmm. in life, career stress, money stress, Mm -hmm. kids stress, Put stress on the marriage. Mm -hmm. So you all are in this place, you have one little one. You said it's before you even had Kelly. Right. You started. So what are you thinking and believing in that moment? What are you feeling in an effort to reconnect with your spouse? Mm -hmm. You're trying to figure out how do I make these things right? We're stressed, we're not connecting. Mm -hmm. What are you believing about
1: yourself? Were you still working at the church? Yes. Okay. Um, You know, I'm very high responsibility. Yeah. (laughs) So the first thought was, what am I doing wrong? Mm. What can I do to be the helper? (laughs) And how can I not change him, but be that- Be the version that makes this less stressful. Right, right, right. There's obviously something I'm doing wrong. Mm. I'm a new wife, new mom you know? And so I felt the weight of responsibility of it's up to me. And that really goes back to a huge lie. I b- have believed for a long time in my walk with the Lord is that it's up to me to do something. And then God, you know, it's like God's waiting for me to do something, mm-hmm. um, instead of just allowing the Lord to just use me however he may and, and trust him and the Holy spirit with Thomas. Um, it's, it's like, a. Performance or. Yes, very performance
0: based. Very approval seeking mm-hmm. from God rather mm-hmm. than receiving mm-hmm. and from that place.
1: Right. Yeah. And I also felt like I either was doing it wrong or that God was somehow punishing me because part of my earlier story is that, you know, there was someone else I thought that God had for me and that didn't work out. And so I just felt like that kind of impacted the rest of my life because I did something wrong in mm. the beginning and now I'm this is why it's so hard you know what I'm saying that
0: there was a broken relationship in my past mm-hmm. it must have been my fault yes so I'm not
1: going to be the reason why this doesn't work out yeah so I'm going to do everything in my right effort. right or I even felt like well for some people it seems so easy <laughs> you know social media lies that oh everything's great and peasy for them and so obviously I have done something wrong to make it so much more difficult for myself.
0: What was that image in the mi- your mind that you needed to become?
1: The Proverbs 31 woman.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and what did it require of you to become that? Like, what would you have to perfection. do? Perfection.
1: I mean, I truly believe that it was all about perfection. So like dinner on the table, house perfect. Yes, the power of prayer. You know, um,
0: allowing you need to pray more. I
1: needed to pray more. I needed to pray big, powerful prayers over him, me, the world, our kids. <laughs> you know, I needed the whole helper, I needed to submit to him. I needed to help him in his life, but I also needed to do it with a gentle, quiet spirit. And I needed, you know, to not grumble, but to, you know, have the joy of the Lord. I mean, it was just all of these you things were that created this that. image of, of just ultimate. Perfection, I guess, for a wife, a woman, and a mom, and I obviously was doing something wrong.
0: So you're putting all this pressure on yourself to be perfect, to perform, to get the approval, and is he giving you that approval? No. So what was his attitude towards you in that season? I just felt like he was always angry. Yeah his pre- his predominant emotion yes is anger was anger yes
1: yeah. um and so with that comes I'm doing something to make him angry it's about me something Mm. I'm doing or not doing and it took a couple years of counseling to recognize it's not about me like he has his thing and he needs to take ownership of that but let's dig into Aubrey and start Aubrey's healing but first I had to accept I'm not doing anything wrong like it's not about me you know that's that's his thing, and in that,
0: I remember having to set some boundaries
1: mm-hmm.
0: because he wasn't at the heal place or mm-hmm. the heal. We're all in healing places, mm-hmm. but he hadn't received any help to deal with his anger, right? So I remember seasons of setting boundaries, and we've yes. gotten Thomas permission yes. to talk about yes. all this stuff, so yes. y'all don't freak out. We're not talking behind yes. his back. Right. He knows he's yes. wanting to help others. Yes. Um. But just us as a community coming alongside you on what's okay and what's not okay.
1: Right. And that was a new mindset for me, Hmm. you know. And again, it goes back to, well, I deserve this. So I kind of felt like I needed that there, the way that he was responding to me was deserved. Does that make Mm -hmm. sense almost? And so I needed. To have this understanding of what boundaries look like, what a safety action plan looks like, what. Say, needs say that word again, safety. Safety action plan. And where
0: did you learn about that?
1: In recovery. Okay. And I, it looks very different for our marriage than it does for others, which is totally fine. But for us, it was like us both coming to a place of like when things get out of control or they seem like they're gonna go a place that we do not wanna go again. We need to remove ourselves. We need to agree to stop, you know, take the, just whatever that looked like, um, you know, stay the night away somewhere, go, him go to the gym, you know, whatever that looked like. Some sort of separation yes, from yes. that. Tonight. and and it took a few years. And like you said, him coming to a place of acceptance of like, okay, I see the problem and this is how I can help it in the moment instead of just being so reactionary.
0: Because anger, like you guys have heard me say three million times on the podcast, (laughs) is not the primary. Right, the thing is not the thing. Exactly, yes. So his anger was masking Mm -hmm. a lot of emotions that Mm -hmm. we learned he Mm. never had language for. Right. He was never given an opportunity to label Mm -hmm. and recognize. And even my husband Bruce would say, going through that recovery process gave him language for Mm -hmm. feelings that it's so much more helpful if we can name them. They don't get to be the boss. Right. But we need to know what's going on because our body's reacting and it's hurting people around us. Right. So he is in this place of anger. But until you said that's too far, you can't talk to me like that or mm-hmm. we, you can't treat me like that or, you know, this is the line. Right. He didn't see it as a problem because you were continuing to take it on.
1: Yeah. I think he saw it as a problem. Like he knew you guys weren't right. right. He, yeah. I think he just didn't know what to do. Yeah. I mean, this is, again, the thing is not the thing. So it's going back to like, where did he learn these behaviors? Mm. What did he experience as a child? What what was he exposed to? Kind of what, what was kind of the layers back to recognize, oh, no wonder this is how I'm reacting or this is what I'm feeling or this is how it's not working. And both of us thankfully are at a place where we're like, we wanna do the hard work so our kids don't have to deal with this, Mm. you know? And it's part of the pain for us as parents and as spouses of like recovery and (laughs) digging deep in order to heal from things so that our legacy with our kids is more about hope. And I mean, they're gonna be in therapy for something, but- (laughs) Right. you know. doing the
0: work to do our best yes. effort to to deal with our own junk, so yes. that our relationships can be as healthy as we
1: can exactly
0: possibly make. I mean, and honestly, y'all, if I could have videotaped <laughs> the Aubrey and Thomas <laughs> from our first meeting, oh my goodness, to now, yeah, I mean, I could yeah. weep about it. Yeah, that is the that is a transformation of true. Counsel, mm-hmm. community, heart work, recovery, mm-hmm. and Jesus yeah, it's I, possible if you're sitting is, there yeah. and you're in the the place that you guys were, I want to mm-hmm. give
1: hope yes
0: If you are looking to create a habit with your family of spending time around God's Word and you're thinking with all this time home, we could actually do that, but you've struggled in the past and you haven't found a great resource. To do family devotions together? Well, let me help you out with one of this month's sponsors. It's the book Exploring the Bible Together by David Murray. He is a pastor, counselor, and father of five, and he aims to bring joy and regularity to family devotions by giving families a clear plan and direction as they set out to explore God's Word. In his book, there are 52 weekly expeditions, each featuring a short passage of scripture, two discussion questions, a brief application lesson, and a short prayer prompt. It's perfect for families with children ages 6 to 12. Exploring the Bible Together provides an overview of the story of the Bible from creation in Genesis 1-1 to the culmination of redemption in Revelation in a way that's both interactive and engaging. With the help of this resource, children will grow to love and cherish daily time in God's Word. Now through May 11th, 2020, don't mom alone listeners can pick up a copy of Exploring the Bible Together along with a selection of ESV Children's Bibles for 40% off with a free Crossway Plus membership. For more information, visit crossway.org/dma5. That's crossway.org/dma5. Because something kept you something kept you stuck. Mm -hmm. And then there was a moment
1: where you unstuck. Yeah. And what was that? God, you're making me cry. Do people cry on your podcast?
0: It happens. It happens. (laughs) I like crying. Um, What was your question? Um, So my question (laughs) was, you all were going through this. Mm. There was this moment, and I kind of remember it, where you went from stuck. Mm -hmm. Because it got bad. I mean, we're we're kind of going ahead that you guys are better now. Yes, yes. I do wanna sit a little bit in the hard because that's where some people are. Right. So it got hard, you're setting up boundaries. I remember you also saying when Kelly was born, Mm -hmm. to make everyone happy financially, Uh the best decision is for me to stay home.
1: Right, I was working for childcare and healthcare. I mean, that's- So your
0: salary would cover Mm -hmm. childcare and Mm healthcare, but on a spreadsheet, it kind of looked like a wash. Exactly. Like you don't need to work because it, it wasn't to, a financial decision. Right.
1: To, exactly. To him, you know, as a leader of our family, it wasn't necessarily worth my time away from the children to be working.
0: Because maybe in his mind, he was thinking to be a good dad, I provide enough so my wife can stay home. Mm-hmm. And again, trying to just. Everyone's trying so hard to be yes. the best parent they can be and yeah. the best spouse they can be. And so we we sometimes don't say out loud that this is what I'm actually thinking. Uh huh. So, and you're still trying to please? Of course. And do the right thing <laughs> yes. and be the perfect Proverbs 31.
1: Yes. And how did that go? <laughs> Staying home with Kelly. Or Just is that, that, that the whole, whole
0: thing? Yeah. That whole journey of following that plan mm-hmm. because. You don't have to work. Right. I mean, it truly- Outside the home. Right. Every time we say work, I right, don't want right. everyone knows- Outside, outside the, the home. home. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, I've had a lot of desert times, I would say, in my walk with the Lord since I turned like 18. <laughs> <laughs> so since I became an adult, um, but that year, home with her and Tomlin was only four turning five. So it was his last year before he started kindergarten. So that was also kind of my justification of like this last year before he's in school forever. And then Kelly's first year of life. So it just felt like what I should be doing. That year was probably the darkest year of my life. Um, Just uh, we were knee deeps in our recovery um, with the steps, but also he kind of come at had come out of hiding with some other things that were going on that I was some semi-familiar with, but didn't really understand the depths of that. And so that whole thing really rocked my world. And then I had a little girl who was unhappy all of the time. I mean, cried and whined all the time. She didn't sleep very well. Does Still does not <laughs> sleep very well. But yes, sleeping was foreign to, to us and i just remember thinking to myself like she doesn't like me she's not happy with me it's another person I, that yes you can't yes yeah i'm not equipped for this i don't know how to mother her like what what am i doing wrong it's all responsibility and also at the same time being like that's how i'm feeling I just was in such a dark space where I was like, I wanna be crying all the time. I'm dealing with all of these things that I can't let my children know. I can't let anybody really know, right? Because I was home alone, so I felt isolated and I just felt like I wasn't doing anything right. I wasn't making anyone happy. Um, I was struggling, it was just really
0: dark. Did you have any friendships or people that you would hang out with other moms?
1: Not really. Yeah. I mean, we had our small group weekly, so you saw me every week. and <laughs> It's
0: not your best version, <laughs> I have to say, exactly. Aubrey. Yeah, but it's interesting. But, I mean, it, to me, it's, yeah. it's it's oftentimes what's going on, on the inside is reflected on the outside. Right. When I was in my mm-hmm. not best version of myself, I had a friend who knew me, knew yeah. my best version. yeah, Or not even my, you know, a good yes. version of me. Yeah. And she said, I see you. Yeah. And, and things are not okay. Right. And sometimes we need someone from the outside saying, dude, yeah.
1: What can we do? Well, and that was what was so sweet about our small group was that was kind of my weekly outing was, you know, childcare yeah. and could there go have dinner, yes, dinner childcare, and adult conversations. And for you and some of the other girls in our group, just to be like, what is going on? And I felt safe enough to be pretty honest. I don't think I got really into the nitty gritty just for respect, but, and to even know, I think you primarily were just like this isn't working. Like, what What can we do? Like, and kind of helped me see it because I was feeling it. It's just hard to name it or try yeah. to, because I felt like, well, this should be working, right?
0: <laughs> what am I, I think I remember you saying like, what am I doing wrong that I don't enjoy yes. staying yes. home full-time with my kids? Yes. Like, what can I do to make this? Yeah. And I tried to give you some <laughs> ideas. <laughs> like, what do you enjoy doing? And invite right. them into it. It doesn't have right. to be about, The make the kids happy show. Right. What does Aubrey enjoy doing? And
1: I own my kids' feelings way too much. Well. And I have to I don't think you're the only one who does that. Okay, good,
0: good. (laughs) But there there's this desire, and especially if you shared the belief of God is I need to do something to make God happy. Yes. So I need to do something to make my husband happy. I need to do something to make my kids happy. This going back to Pulling that circle in of the only person I have control over their happiness is my own, and that's really hard to do a lot of times, right? <laughs>
1: because they're dependent on you. I mean, she was an infant; like she's I, dependent. But right. whether
0: she, what you do makes her happy, you can't. Yeah,
1: control it. and and she wasn't happy, right? Yeah. and so that made mm, miserable, made everything else for me miserable. Again, I was dealing with and walking through a dark season already with the recovery process, with the disappointment of just relationships and life and trying not necessarily to speed through it, but just figure it out so that I could get to the hope that I had for the healing and at the end and
0: You're trying to get to the bow. Yes. Where where's this all wrap up and Right. How's God gonna use this? (laughs) You know? Where's my story? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So you're in that place Mm -hmm. and I'm curious what conversation or what moment got you to That's Enough?
1: Mm -hmm. Well, I think it was just a journey of me doing what the only thing I knew how to do, which was to cry out to the Lord and to pray and ask him for help. Mm. Um, There were, like you and some of the other ladies in our group, some safe places where I could be honest. And I think you guys helped me get to a place of like, maybe you should figure out a way to get back into work or something like that. Your ministry, I mean, your heart yes. is. Right, my, my heart is caring for women. And so what does that look like? What can I do? Start now kind of making the plan of transition back into working outside the home. Yeah. And it just so happens that the exact same position at the church became available like a year almost to the dot, which was kind of my goal, was a year to stay home. And, um, Dave Fuquay had a conversation. Do you want to come back to work? Same position. And I'm like, thank you, Lord. Like, here we go. Yeah. And I took it.
0: And life started coming back to space. Yes, it
1: did. Yeah. Well, and I think I also recognized I'm a better mom to my kids having my own thing mm-hmm. and being in a place like Northwest has been for me with the safe people, with people who love me, who value me, who cheer me on, who want the best version of Aubrey in life so that I could outpour that onto my kids' lives and onto my husband and other things. And so, yeah, I'm in a really good spot with that. Yeah. And Thomas, mm-hmm.
0: so he continued the recovery journey. Yeah, I mean, we kind of gave a spoiler alert, <laughs> but- how, I mean, his journey too of, mm-hmm. didn't he pursue his own counseling?
1: Yeah, so he, unfortunately, and I think a lot of people can relate to this, just had some not so good counselors. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, okay, yes. that's good.
0: Yeah. That's good to hear because people come ask me all the time, how do I find a counselor? Uh, yeah, so well, uh, and I when I say is not Is it more so like good,
1: a mismatch? I would say it's a mismatch. And so finally, um, through people at the church- There was a recommendation of someone and he thankfully was open to it. He had not been open for the longest time because of past bad matches. And he hit it off so well with this guy. And I think that was the first time ever he really felt safe from a professional, to be honest, to be vulnerable. I was invited into some of those conversations, which was really eye-opening for me to know what I was feeling and sensing as his wife are true. He's working on this with this man. It just kind of gave me some affirmation, I guess.
0: It almost lets you release
1: yes. the person. Yes. Like okay. it's not mine. It's not it's mine not to mine. Hold anymore. Yeah. He's doing the work. Thank you, Lord. I trust that it's gonna And
0: that work. actually probably
1: with that whole cycle
0: reinforces the marriage because that person doesn't feel micromanaged by you. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. how that feeds into itself. Like the mm. more we try to control and manipulate our people,
1: right. the more they feel controlled and manipulated. Yes. And it's like they don't trust you. It's just well, and negative. I've experienced, and we kind of laugh at this, Thomas and I, like if it comes from someone else, like <laughs> who listens to it? So that's okay. I'm like, that's I think okay. I said that, but all right. You that's know, like- <laughs> second <laughs> okay. opinions are always good. Second opinions, <laughs> professional help. <laughs> oh my
0: goodness. Well, I feel like you have been so honest and vulnerable and really painted a picture of what community, all of this coming together can do to help us become a more whole version of ourselves. Mm-hmm. But is there anything else that you feel like you'd wanna share with someone if they were in a similar spot of working really hard to gain approval right.
1: from relationships? I feel like that's the summary of yes. what you've learned. What was encouraging to me in that time that space was to believe that god sees and that god knows and god cares and that he loves me and that there's hope that i'm not alone and that he's working this all together for good and that i can just trust him
0: i feel like that's a pretty needed Message for all of us. All I mean, I just season. feel like that's
1: what you have to say to yeah. yourself when you feel alone, when you feel nobody else understands. Um, I can't talk to my parents, I can't talk to my closest friends. Um, and hopefully, you can find someone who can resonate in one way or another, even if it's not exactly the same, mm-hmm. that we all have something and find that safe place and that supportive system with friends or work.
0: I don't know. Well, and I think what you said in that statement too is he can be trusted. Mm-hmm. I am not the one responsible. Exactly. That you handed over responsibility for your kids, for your spouse, for all of the things that you were managing over to him. And I'm sure for all of us, that's a daily passing over, a surrender of all of it.
1: Exactly. some. I mean still I still struggle with. It. I think I always will just because of how I'm built yeah. and in yeah. my foundations of my faith and everything is just always going to come through that lens and I just have to remind myself and you know find scriptures to help me remember like it's not up to me you just be responsible for you trust the lord with the rest and you know, trust and obey.
0: Trust and obey. It's like, <laughs> we don't want to say the jesus answers, right. but the jesus answers are that because they're true. Mm-hmm. I think it was Beth Moore who's like, just read your Bible and pray. The end. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> Beth. But I really appreciate you, Aubrey, being here. Is there any last things? Nothing? If I I feel like if we prayed ahead of time, you have prayed, then everything that was meant to be said is said. Mm-hmm. And- Trust God with Trust whoever, God even with this. listens. Yes. 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 Okay. Well, thank you for being here. Really, really appreciate being a part of your circle. Trusting Yes. You.
1: Thank you for seeing me.
0: Well, honored. <laughs> honored to. Thanks, y'all, for listening. I hope you were encouraged by Aubrey's testimony. She's so brave to share. And I just hope it brings you hope that you can find help through your community. I know a lot of us are doing that remotely, but even so many options remotely. I know our Celebrate Recovery program at our church is still meeting. Uh, Make sure you check out all the links in the show notes. And drum roll, big Mother's Day giveaway. Let me tell you what you're gonna win first, and then I'll tell you how you're gonna enter. You are going to obviously get a Don't Mom Alone hat. I never put them on sale, but I have a couple left. So I'm gonna send you one of those a V-neck tea, you're going to get a copy of the book, Bible and Breakfast, 31 Mornings with Jesus to feed your body and your soul. Because we all know we need more cookbooks and help on that and focus on spending time with Jesus. Those are things we need during this time. Also, this is my favorite thing to share with you. You are going to get access to my friend, Laura Hernandez. She's Mama Systems on Instagram. Her courses online, which includes access to her ticket systems course, which we have been implementing during Corona again. We did it last summer, and it's so helpful in bringing sanity and peace and help for me with the housework. Also, a course on how to go from chaos to calm. She has 10 kids between biological and adopted. She homeschools and her house is clean. She also just did a webinar on batch working. You get access to all that if you win the giveaway. Now, how do you enter? You're gonna fill out a survey for me over at don'tmomalone.com forward slash survey. That's right. In six and a half years of doing the podcast, I have never surveyed my listeners. And I feel like... As I'm trying to decide what guests to have on the show, it'd be helpful if I knew who you were and what you were interested in and how old your kids were and all that stuff. So you go to DontMomAlone.com for the dash, the slash, whatever you want to call it, survey, and you're going to get a link to a beautiful survey that Sarah Jane made. And when you fill that out, you'll be entered to win the giveaway. And we will let you know. We're going to ask for your email so we can let you know that you won. Um, That's all the emails for, just FYI. And this giveaway ends Friday, May 8th, 2020 at midnight Central Standard Time. If you live outside the U.S., maybe you can pick a mom friend that I can send the goodies to, but you will still get access to the Mama Systems course online. Okay, let me pray for us. Lord, I thank you that we can trust you, that you do not require us to live this life perfectly, to be rewarded based on our performance, that that is not where acceptance comes, that we find our acceptance and our belonging and our security in Christ, and it's his perfection that we lean on. I thank you for the freedom and the healing you've given Aubrey and her family, how you've healed Thomas and how they are together as a unit glorifying you, God. I thank you for community. I pray for anyone out there right now who is isolated and Present with people, maybe, but not connected with anyone, that they don't feel like anyone knows them and is recognizing that they're not doing well. Uh, I pray, Lord, that you would supernaturally bring someone into their life, whether it was a neighbor they pass on a walk in the afternoon, evening, whoever it is, Lord, I pray that you would move, that your Holy Spirit would move, and that you would um, draw them to yourself for that healing. And I thank you for programs and people that help us trust you more, and believe the truth of who you are. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, y'all, make sure you go to dotmomalone.com slash survey to be entered in our big Mother's Day giveaway. And happy Mother's Day. Y'all, you're amazing. Not because of anything you've done, because you are doing God's work in your home. And that is enough. That's enough. All right, adios.